Cheryl Bishop from Resilient Women in Business. Welcome, Tribe, to your Backup Plan podcast this week. It's been revisited this week, and I hope that you're going to enjoy it. It's uh, hopefully going to be a few different tips and tricks for you from Cheryl and from myself, Tina Alexa, with your Backup Plan app. Um, I want to introduce Cheryl to everyone and let her describe to us what she does um, helping women in business. And she is a woman in business herself, started her company, and maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourself, Cheryl. Of course. Well, thank you so much, Tina, for having me here. It's a pleasure to be spending some time with you and your audience. So absolutely. Um, I founded Resilient Women in Business in 2018 in the spring, and it all started from an event, let's say, that happened in my life that I never thought was going to happen. And I am a firm, I'm one of those people that is a firm believer that things do happen for a reason, good or bad. We never know the outcome or why. And at that time, this particular event happened. Um, I never thought it was going to happen. However, it sent me on a journey and it sent me to, okay, like my language is God for everybody that's listening. If your language is not God, shift it into whatever you need to. Um, I'm certainly not here to judge anyone and I'm trusting that nobody is judging me. Absolutely. So basically what happened after that is I kept hearing one word, one word that would pop into my mind all the time. And the one word was resilient, resilient. <laughs> I could be driving down the road one day and then all of a sudden I hear this word resilient or in the grocery store. So soul searching through that, what does that mean? What does it look like? It turned into resilient women in business to support women. I've always supported businesses, business owners for practically my whole life. My dad was an entrepreneur. I, he always had meetings in the home. So I always heard his meetings and started, you know, when I was like 12 years old, making macrame bracelets and selling them on the street. So all of that, you know, I've done it for yeah, years. Doing that. <laughs> yeah. Well, my girlfriend and I, when we were young, loved macrame hangers and bracelets. And the guy that we always bought the macrame fun from was in Wally in uh, Surrey. So now it's called Central Surrey, I believe. Or, and uh, he looked at her and I and he said, do you two want to set a table out front of my shop and sell some bracelets? And we were like, oh, will you let us do that? And so, yeah, that was, that was a great learning. Uh, for sure. A moment for you. <laughs> oh, and what a great guy to just allow us to do that. It was, it was so like, you know, he, he just thought here's two young girls that want to make macrame bracelets and sell them. And so he let us, and it was so fun. He, he taught us a lot, which was fantastic. That's awesome. So uh, what Resilient Women now stands for is to assist women on their clarity, their focus so that they can increase their revenue and how we do that is mastermind groups, a variety of different levels, networking groups, as well as workshops. Awesome. And I, I understand that you're going to be building and stretching and going further eventually. So that's really exciting too, helping women from all across Canada eventually and maybe even further, right? Oh, it's going to go further for sure. I believe that women should never do business alone. We need to belong to a tribe, a community, whatever the word we want to use for that, that we stand stronger in a community of women in business than we do by ourselves. Yeah. And I see it with my business when I see the relationships that are be built, that are built and the trust 
and the love for each other and the support for each other. So we always say in, in Resilient Women that when there's a sister down, we pull her up and help her come up versus, you know, pushing anyone down. Like, I don't believe any of that. So I'm a firm believer. We all, especially in the day and age we're at, you know, everybody's focusing on a phone or on social media and we're not connecting. Yes. On the level we should be connecting. You know, picking up the phone and actually speaking to somebody. It's faster to speak to somebody than texting, typing it all out. <laughs> right? Because we have tonality. We have body language. It's so much easier when you're on the phone with somebody because you can, you can really understand what they're saying versus letters, words. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Because you can take it the wrong way sometimes. Mm -hmm. So um, what do you think is probably one of our biggest things this month that we could talk about with the coronavirus and women in business? What do you think that would look like? Well, the biggest thing is don't be alone, like business or not, you know, like to, to, to be in our own head by ourselves all the time sometimes can be very, uh, take us down yes. because everything we think, our feelings do not do anything other than follow the thoughts. So if we start feeling I'm alone, I'm by myself, I'm lonely. Now the feelings are going to kick in by yourself, lonely, depressed. That's what happens. So we, the feelings don't know anything, what to do other than follow the thought. So I think in this time, you know, a lot of people say, I don't want to meet in person. Well then meet online. Like we still need that connection. We still need to make sure that we're not getting stuck in here in the negative realm, the negative side, the negative path of life. Cause that doesn't take us anywhere. We really, what, what makes us human beings blossom is staying in the positive. And I think we can feed off each other's energy a lot of times. So when we're a part of a tribe or a community that's very positive, which resilient women in business, that's all it is. I, I, there's no room for negativity. And right. negativity is like, let's just switch that into positivity. So biggest thing is don't, don't be alone. Like make sure you're reaching out to people for whether, sure. Whether you're in business or not. In business. Oh, whether you're... Mm, Absolutely. Whether you're in business or not. Yeah. And know that we are all going through this together. Nobody yeah. is not. I mean, this is affecting all our elderly parents, elderly, you know, family members. It's, and you know, that we got to be careful of because their immune system might be, you know, a, a little low or in jeopardy so that uh, we're all in this and we just got to be careful until whatever the new normal will look like. <laughs> Right. And I think when we get in, into ourselves and that's, it's part of that clutter mindset that mm -hmm. we were talking about, um, having clutter in our heads, whether it's a negative thought or whether it's just too much on our plate right now during the pandemic and having kids to not go to school or go to school or be home when you're working, whether you're self-employed or have a corporation or you're restructuring where you're working. A lot of companies, a lot of the banks I've noticed, a lot of the employees are working from home. So that's brought a whole other negative connotation, I guess, to our environment, our change. People don't like change. Um, we have to struggle with change. So I, 
I think that there's a lot to be said about the loneliness and reaching out, being part of a community. And with your backup plan, we tr also try to have a community so that uh, with what I talk about is actually not all negative, but it's negative impacts, negative obstacles that can deter your pathway. So if you're trucking all along and you have great revenue and you have a great business and then boom, something happens, that might be a negative impact, but we can make it into a positive if we've had a plan and we were gonna talk about planning. Absolutely, and I believe we've all heard this, that the, it, it sort of, um, how do I wanna say it? I don't wanna say karma, but it's like the people that don't have a plan or don't have insurance, let's say on their house are the ones that the house burns down or the people that don't have right insurance on their vehicle, then the vehicle, you know, all of those kind of things happen. It seems like if we're not prepared uh, in, in those circumstances in our life, then it, it can affect us. And I think that's a lot to do with energy too. We all know we have to pay insurance on our car. We all know we need insurance on our house because you never know what can happen. Right. And so it's the same with, with every aspect of our life, every section of our life. Right. Because I, I, I deal with many women um, and I'm sure this works for men too, but I, I just talked to a lot of women in business that when they get to 60, they look at their life and go, I thought I was going to be a lot further ahead than this. <laughs> and now I'm a little concerned about my revenue and making money. I better, you know, get my mm, together. <laughs> right. Pull up your pants and put your <laughs> boy pants on. <laughs> exactly. Right. Cause sometimes people don't realize life goes by very quickly and uh, building a business is not easy. In fact, I've heard Tony Robbins a few times tell people not to get involved in business if they don't are not prepared to do the work because it does take a lot of effort and a lot of different hats and a lot of different understanding of you know sales, marketing, and so much more. So, so going back to your clutter, it's the same. You know, when we're in business, we have a real cluttered area. It's hard to focus on what we're working on. And right. when you were saying with some parents that have little ones at home due to the COVID-19 and, and not, you know, the schools are going back and forth and how are they going to open and what are they going to do right. exactly that parents not only have, especially if they're working from home, not only have their office and now they've got lots and lots of activity happening in their household, right? Too much. Because <laughs> yeah. then there's sporting events or music lessons or, or, or wanting to go with friends somewhere or juggling, juggling, I guess that's a juggling. good juggling your day. Absolutely. And so what do you think you could have happen to your business if you didn't have a plan? Well, it's, it's like the saying goes, um, if you don't have a goal, it's like going on vacation. If you don't know where you're going, how are you gonna know whether you're gonna drive, fly, train? How are you gonna know where you're gonna stay? Like you gotta have a plan for everything, everything yeah. in life, yeah. right? If we don't plan our meals, what are we gonna end up eating? Junk, because it's easier, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we don't plan our vacation, we may not be going on vacation. If we don't plan our future, next thing we know, we're a senior and it's like, dang, I missed that. Yes, yeah. everything planning. Absolutely. And with your backup plan, um, 
it just gives you a plan that's outlined and all you have to do is fill in the sections. So it's given to you. It's, it's like starting your new business and you Cheryl saying, here you go, here's your plan, just fill it in. And I think that would probably be really cool for businesses actually. <laughs> Actually, it would be. You know what? Uh, as soon as you said that, it's like, hmm, that's a very good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's a very good idea because a lot of times, well, when people start a business, it's typically because they found, uh, they fell in love with a, a product or a service and they turn it into a business. That doesn't mean they went to business school, right? right. The majority of people out there. And, you know, a lot of the big gurus out there that educate really good, they all say, you know, education is huge. And reason is, do we all want to go through the struggle that say, let's like, for an example, a Dean Graziosi, he has learned a ton of stuff in his world, right? Now he's educating people for everybody to propel faster because he had to go through all the struggles. So why would we want to go through the struggles? And it's the same thing of keeping all our, you know, let's say taxes in order. It's so much easier when you have a set plan that this is what you do. Take the receipts out of your wallet, put it in the categories. You do that on a regular pace, regular uh, consistency. Then when it comes to tax season, we're like, here we go. Real easy. Right. But most people don't do that. So what happens before tax time? Oh, I got my taxes to do. And their taxes are in their space of their mind for weeks and months. I have two ladies in my mastermind group that just going through this. They've been talking about taxes for like two months. Oh. It's like, stop thinking and do it, get it done. Cause it is holding space. It's holding you back. It's holding you yeah, back. Totally. So plan's important. And what you created, just filling in the blanks. Well, it's like a no brainer. Wouldn't you just much rather do that? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think when we're worried, cause I know as women, we do worry. We worry that, did we get our car insurance? Like sometimes how many people drive around with their car and didn't realize their car insurance was up? I've done that. <laughs> I think everybody has driven away. And, and, and what is the feeling when you actually look at your car license plate and see that you're past due on your insurance? Like you don't even want to drive anymore. Oh, until I then got caught. I did that. I was driving up to Penticton. I was what, 25? And I was driving just outside of Hope. Actually, it wasn't me driving. It was my boyfriend at the time driving my car. And we're driving up to Penticton because I had arranged for a whole bunch of people to camp in Penticton. And then when I called them, they, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I had to drive up there. Basically, it was back in the day when you know, e-transfer wasn't available and I had to take a money, uh, money order uh, you know, check and, and give it to them kind of idea. So I drove up there to make sure that everything was good because I had like 20 people I was, I was taking care of. So my boyfriend at the time is driving and all of a sudden a cop pulls over and we're like, why is he pulling us over? And he goes, um, whose car is this? And you know, oh. my car. <laughs> Ma'am, can you get out of the vehicle, please? Okay, <laughs> what, how, what's going on? I get out and he goes, do you not realize that your insurance expired three months ago? Three months um, ago. What? Not even three days ago. No, three months ago. So of course he could not let us drive my vehicle anywhere. So we had to get it towed. 
But I was so mad at myself because we were going up to Penticton. I was so angry. I started crying. I was so angry at myself. And back then I smoked. So it's like, give me a smoking, smoking (laughs) mad and a crying and I'm upset. And then the cop honks his horn because he was writing up a ticket and he, and he comes over and I go over there. He goes, come here. And I, so I go over there and he goes, I can tell that this is upsetting. And I could tell that you certainly didn't mean to do this. So he's like, I'm going to give you, instead of a 300 and some odd dollar ticket, I'll give you a $150 ticket. He goes, but you still have to tow your vehicle because I can't let you drive. And I'm like, you know, even that alone, saving 200 bucks when you're 20 something is, is, you know, so yes, that, and (laughs) it's something when you do stuff like that. It was a blessing. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So I obviously didn't have a plan. (laughs) in order to know that my insurance expired. Yes. And, you know, we all, you know, whether you're 25 or 35 or 55, it doesn't really matter. We all forget that something is due or we didn't have it marked. But I think I'm going to do a session on getting ready for income tax and making it maybe a little bit easier for people. Um, But I think having a plan, it doesn't seem to matter what it's for whether it's business or anything, but women in general worry about, did I do that insurance? Like, did I get that done? Um, we're a lot about security and protection in the back of our minds. And if we don't have that, we feel like we are bombarded by stuff that we need to do that takes our focus away of what we're actually supposed to be doing. So by getting rid of some of those ideas and some of that Um, making you understand each section of that category. We're going to be having uh, our Facebook group is invitation or or you have to ask to be a part of it, like your resilient women. But it's a tribe and it's it's people saying, is there any other way of anybody found another way of doing this? Or how do I fix this? Or how do I find that? Or, you know, whatever it might be. And I think we need it. We need it in our personal life. And we need it in our business life. So, um, yeah. So another topic, of course, we talked about cluttering in your mind and how it affects our business. And it puts too much stuff in our heads and we can't think of what we're actually supposed to be doing and focusing on. Um, But we also need to be prepared, have a plan, um, whether we are going on holidays or whether we're working on a business project this month or for the year. That's why we set goals for the year, which we will be doing. Maybe we could get together for New Year's time somewhere and do a goal planning session for people, uh, women in business. That would be fun. Um, Mm -hmm. But buying a house, we have a plan. You know, I like uh, I like farmhouse look or I like certain type of architecture. I want a big property, want a small property. You have a plan. But for some reason, for the negative things or obstacles that hit us in the head while we're living our lives, we don't have a plan necessarily in all cases. True. And I think uh, a lot of people or maybe even our society teaches us that you get a job, you wake or you wake up in the morning, you go get a job, you go to work, you come home, you make dinner. Like it's just like we're, we're drifting in life. So sometimes we don't know, we're just it's almost like a robot. You just do what you do Monday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday to Sunday kind of idea. And so they're not really thinking about the bigger picture. 
right? So we're, we're just, we're here, like we're, we're in the book, you know, we're in the book, but we're not looking at the whole book, like the whole of it like this. Oh, okay. And all the pages, we're like living life like that, I think sometimes. So people yeah. don't realize how important a plan, whether it's a plan for your future, a plan for your investments, like if you're going to invest in real estate, whatever you want to do, a plan for, you know, your future and relationships, your plan on your family, it's everything is a plan. Yeah. But we don't want to look at the negative because it's not going to happen to us. We're not going to hear the C word when we go to the doctor. We're not going to have a car accident. We're not going to have a wildfire burn or get five minute evacuation. We're not. 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 For some reason, though, in business, we don't automatically think we're not going to fail <laughs> in our business. We don't think that. So we think we have to get the negative stuff out of our mind and say, what if, what if, just like you do in business, what if I could get 15 clients to book a two hour session for whatever, counseling, whatever it might be. What if blah, blah, what if my husband was in the hospital for two months? What if, what would that look like? How would that affect our life? How would it affect if our parents ended up in a care facility? How does that look? How does that impact the family unit? How does that impact the brothers and the sisters? Are we going to fight? Are we going to get along? Do we know what they want? Do we know what they deserve or what they need? So um, there's all sorts of planning. We just can't look at the whole picture. We get focused on a chapter in a book and we don't look into the other chapters. So um, overcoming obstacles, what would you think about for women to overcome obstacles in their business? Well, I think obstacles are there for a reason, quite frankly. I, I, I'm a firm believer, this is how I often describe obstacles or anything like that is, you know, there's like a universal challenge line <clears throat> that happens for all of us, no matter where we are. This could be in relationship as well. It doesn't have to be business. It's anything that comes up and we go along life. And then there's a big obstacle or challenge happens here. And we're like, that's too difficult. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to ignore it or, you know, walk away from it. Well, the purpose this is here is to teach us a lesson. If we want our relationships in our world to work really, really well, or if we want our business to work really, really well, we must push through any obstacles or any challenges that happens to us. Because once we push to the other side, it's like now that we're on the other side, it's like saying, you know, the God in the universe and all the angels up there are saying, okay, now we know you can handle the success. So now we're going to give it to you because you needed to learn that process of pushing through any obstacles or pushing through any challenges. There are times that we just need to learn. Maybe we needed to do a little bit of personal growth. Maybe we really had to look at ourselves, whatever that is. So overcoming obstacles is really pushing through to get to the other side. A lot of people are too scared to do that. Well, it's change and it's fear mm -hmm. and it's the unknown in a lot of cases. And it's not until I had a client, I'll give you an example of a small business idea. So I had a client who was struggling month to month with 
just working on their business, but the money, the, the structure of the money wasn't coming in. So how could they revisit that part of it, make their life a little bit easier? Because when you have a fear in your business, you can't, it, it blocks you, it doesn't allow you forward. So I suggested to go down to the bank and get a line of credit because the only interest that you're going to pay is only on what you use. So as you can maybe dip into it a little bit to make your life a little bit easier while you're running your business, you can then just pay that and then hopefully just have an automatic, um, a little bit, pay it back, a little bit, pay it back. But then there's a little bit of motion there and it's not, you're not into a struggle mode anymore. And they, when she did that, she was like, oh my God, I just had all this weight taken mm. off my shoulder. It's so so true. simple as that, that's an obstacle, but they didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to move forward. And that's why it's so important to belong to a tribe or community. You just suggested something for them and they're like, oh my gosh, which relieved that stress. Right. And it's, it's so true, you know, and I think our society, uh, a lot of people, I mean, we all know that people are living paycheck to paycheck or, or barely, you know, how many people, and now with this COVID, how many people have a big savings account? I don't think it's a lot. I don't, I don't know the percentage out there. Maybe you do, but I'm sure it's not a lot. And when I talk to a lot of business owners, they're just, they're living pay to pay to pay to pay. And that in itself does cause stress and stress and worry cause is to choke. Right. Like the power in our energy and our words is incredible. I'll give you a quick story where um, God gave me this vision, meaning um, I'm glad I saw this vision because I really understood the energy of coming from a place of lack, the energy coming from a place of worry, because there's, there's an energy, we can't see it, but I was blessed enough where I got to see it. There's a few years back where my husband and I were redoing our back deck, and it's a big deck, so to about twenty dollars to $25,000 job. Yeah. And I, at the time, was losing, was in unsureness, meaning I wasn't sure if I was going to have a job anymore with the company I was working with. And so I was standing in the kitchen with my husband and I said to him, I, you know, now things are unsure. I don't know if I'm going to be making money or I have to look for something else or what. So since we're kind of in the, on the sure, I'm not sure if we should be spending 25 grand on a deck right now. And my husband's always so easygoing. He always says, well, whatever you want to do, fine by me. I took two steps away from my husband. We were in the kitchen. I took two steps and I saw, I looked down on my I could feel this energy. And then I saw it was like a vine. I mean, nobody else could see it, but it was in my mind's eye that I saw this energy coming up my ankle. The energy was called lack of, because I was saying maybe we shouldn't spend money right now because I don't know. The energy of lack started coming up my ankle. Now, for some of you that are listening to this, it's probably like, well, that's kind of weird. Well, it was, it's true. It happened. And I think God blessed me with that because I could share this story because we don't, there's a lot of things we don't see in our world. There is a, we all know there's energy. We all know when we walk into a room, well, this room feels really good. And we also know when we walk into a room, mm, something feels real off. Yeah. So that is energy. Yeah. And so it was winding up my ankle and most of it was brown and a couple of green leaves. And it was a knowing that I knew I had a choice. 
in that second. I either choose for it to grow lack of energy into me, or I have a choice to go, I am not accepting lack of, and we're doing the deck. So I immediately turned around to my husband. I said, well, I just felt lack of energy coming in and I refuse for it to come into my body. So I said, we're doing the deck. And he's like, what? <laughs> you know, right? But the, it's so true when people don't have a plan. So then they're worried, they're concerned. All of that creates more energy. And we're honestly, there's that saying, when you say you can, you're absolutely right. right. When you say you can't, you're absolutely right. So same thing, coming from a place of lack, no plan, no protection is creating a lot of fear, anxiety, yeah. worry. And we do it, like, just like your car insurance, you do it not knowing, but as soon as you, you know, if you didn't get stopped by the police and you pulled over in a parking lot and you actually accidentally looked at it and noticed, well, then you don't even want to drive. Like, you're like shocked. Oh my God. Now you're worrying when you're driving down the road to the insurance place. <laughs> right. That something's going to happen. I wonder what the stats are on that. How many people were driving with no insurance to the insurance place and they got into a car accident? I wonder. <laughs> yeah. But it's just that scared thought, you know, something could happen. And I think we have a lot of that as women subconsciously. And it's not the best of energy, but it is energy to let us know that we need to look at it. Yes. And by Absolutely. you seeing that vine on your leg, that was energy that you needed to look at. And I think a lot of times we aren't stopping in our busy lives to actually stop and smell the roses, so to speak. We're not looking at those signs in our day to let us know that we are doing what we're supposed to be doing. So, yeah, I think obstacles bring us to a point and most clients um, actually say to me, well, my, my mom passed away and it was a big mess, but she said she was gonna be really organized or my dad passed away and he was an architect and I thought he was going to have everything organized and it wasn't. And I, I hear it all the time. And it's not until people get touched by a loved one, not having a plan, not having anything organized before it makes them realize, oh, you know, maybe I don't have that in my life either. Maybe I don't have that plan. Maybe I didn't think about that. So yeah, it's, it's obstacles that come at you at different times and some are easy to overcome and some aren't. So did you have anything else to say about obstacles? No, I think that's the majority of it um, is that we all face them. We all face them. We all have them. They all come. It's part of life. Yes. It's how we deal with those obstacles is more important and how we're processing our energy and our feelings and emotions and our thoughts and all of that. Well, a lot of us look at the obstacle and run in the other direction. <laughs> well, I do, because it's easier to run, but yeah. really it's not. In yeah. the long run, it's not easier. It's, no. it's, it's not the safer place to be. The safer place is for, it's where we, we 
we must take our own responsibility to plan our life. Nobody else can do it for us. So if thing, when things go awry, it's really, the finger's got to, you know, one finger pointing forward. Oh, it's because of that. Well, how many are pointing back at you? There's more pointing back at me if I'm pointing my finger than there is out, right? right. So that means, what have, what have I, what part of this is about me not deciding to do something or right. deciding to do something? Right. It's all about you. It's all about you and what you decide today to help you tomorrow and so on. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. What you decide today, make sure it will help you tomorrow to become a better you, better prepared, better protected, have a better life, whatever that is. Because we all know there how many uncertainties there are in life. We don't know. I mean, I'm sure every person that has any type of disease or any, any type of health issues would say, I never thought this was going to happen to me. Absolutely. And how many runners, you know, have something happen? Mm -hmm. And you, uh, those are the people that you just don't think anything's going to happen to because they're healthy yeah. normally. And, um, um, yeah. And it happens to, to anybody at any time. Um, so. what, um, now I lost my track. <laughs> um, what do you think that we could have a tip for working in this coronavirus moment right now? What have you, have you, from the meeting last night that you were at, did you come up with, is there anything that, you know, comes out of that meeting from the women that were there that was um, really highlighted? Well, you know, it's, it's just keep moving forward because it, you know, life still continues. The whole world is going through this. It doesn't mean we should stop doing life or business. You just keep, you not just, but you keep going. You just, you, you keep building your business. You keep your eye on the goal. You stay focused on your goal because a lot of times people go, well, now coronavirus is here. So I, I you know, I, I'm not going to get any clients. Well, who's saying that? Is that the truth? Or are you just coming up with story? Yeah. Is your head getting in the way now? And it's just saying, well, have you reached out to see if you get clients? Cause chances are, if you did that, you would get clients. So it's, it's really staying in the positive realm, the positive mindset in a way that you just ask yourself, well, how can I make this happen? Whatever that is, how can I build my sales? How can I find more clients? Because we all have a creative side of our brain. When we ask it, how can I? That's when one day you might be driving down the road and you go, oh my gosh, I just thought of a great idea. Instead of we saying, well, that doesn't work or I can't do that. Well, you've just choked everything off. You may as well just quit, quit. Because you just told yourself you can't do it, right? right? So I think the biggest tip is just stay focused on where you want to go in life. Stay on that train. Don't get derailed. COVID-19 derailed a few? Yes. Does it have to uh, derail you? No. No. And I think um, that brings you back into staying focused, stay on track, keep moving, stay positive. But it also means be a part of a tribe. Be a part of other people that are mind like you, you like want the same things, uh, want to help others, have an idea, want to share it, all of those kinds of things. Absolutely. 
And we all do business with people we like, we know, and we trust. Uh, people that get involved in business don't often recognize that. So they just think they can blast their stuff all over the internet. That's not, people don't read it. They really, you know, that you need to build a relationship. And people need to like, know, and trust. I mean, there's so much out there on the internet for business. Let's just say business, never mind everything else in life. Right. You know, even recipes. Look how many recipes if you wanted to figure out a new recipe to how to cook something in your oven. A ton. Yeah. So it's the same thing for business and the same thing for you, you have to deal, you know, when you trust who you're dealing with, it just makes it so much easier. Yes. Right? Because you trust what they say. And so, yeah, I think, uh, you know, again, community and tribes, uh, yeah. I think are huge. Yes, absolutely. Because it also, when you hit that obstacle, you'll have your tribe there, you, your go-to to ask, how do I maneuver around this? Oh my gosh, absolutely. I mean, my mastermind ladies, it's fascinating the, the great ideas that come out that somebody will be stuck and then they'll mention it to the members and then all of a sudden all the you know, comments start and the, the replies and have you thought of this? And I mean, that's a beautiful thing about a tribe is, and how it works, you know, our minds are so brilliant that when there's a few people together and you're working on a problem, then somebody might say an idea. And then because this person said an idea, this person came up with even a better idea, but they wouldn't have thought of that if this person didn't say what they said. And, you know, our minds are so powerful. It just keeps getting bigger and better. Right. So I believe, yes, belonging. That's where the old days when the, the, the neighborhood would get together all the time. I, I don't know that it happens that much anymore. <laughs> Excuse me. But I think that's important when all the kids played together, you knew who uncle Bill wasn't even my uncle, but he was, you know, living down the street everybody called him uncle Bill, right? Those kind of things. I mean, it's not happening. So now we have to create that for ourselves, right? Whether, whether it's online or offline, we need that. And to be around the same mindset, the yeah. same goal setting, the same um, type of individuals, not the negative Debbie Downers to, to actually want to improve whatever that might look like because you might be at a different stage or a different level than the other person. So we can all help each other. Yeah, yeah, always help each other. And even those Downer Debbies, you know, what's going on in her world? Maybe we just need to lift her up. Yeah. Because a lot of times they're stuck. And, well, and that, you know, that obstacle. <laughs> yes, yes, right? <laughs> exactly. Whatever that might look like, it might be, you know, um, something that you did yourself um, or something that just occurred, whatever that looks like for you. We, we, can, exactly. we can fix it if you put your mind to it, right? Isn't that what the old saying was? You can do anything, absolutely anything that when your mind is set and that's, that's, a, I think that's what people don't realize. They don't recognize how powerful their minds are and it only takes a split second. So let's say there's the positive door and it's, you know, beautiful door. And then there's a negative door and we, we live in the positive door for quite some time. And then all of a sudden we hear that thought, oh, you know, you're not smart enough to do that. Soon as we accept that thought, now we've creep opened the negative. We've given it enough room that it, now its toe is in there. We don't so want the, 
toe in there. No, we don't. Want, we don't even want a baby toe in there. We don't want anything in there because even if a baby toe gets in, the rest of the toes come in. And that's what people don't realize is they got to stay in the positive. And soon as, you know, like for me, what I, what always works for me, this may not work for everybody, but what works for me as soon as, because we do, we get thousands of thoughts in our minds every day. And it's a skill to learn how to keep the positives and let go of the negatives. It's a skill. We all can do it. We just have to train ourselves to do that. So what for me now, I hardly ever get any negative because I've been working on this for like decades that now if I get a little old self-doubt kicking in, it's like, whoa, 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 get back to hell where you belong and burn because you're not serving me in any way, shape or form. Right. And so huh. then it's like, it runs over to hell and it burns. <laughs> it's like, go. <laughs> Off you go. Um, one little tip that I might share with whoever might be interested in thinking of the negative and the positive is what I tried to do for a little while was put $5 a quarters in your right pocket and your left pocket was empty. And as soon as you had a negative thought, it's helping you recognize that you had a negative thought and you have to take a quarter of your right pocket and put it in your left pocket. And at the end of the day, you can see how many negative thoughts that you had. And you can try to improve on that each day so that you're not, it's not a negative thing to look at, it's a positive. Yeah, the first step is being aware, absolutely. How, what am I saying to myself? Yeah, because I often say many times at some of my trainings, I'll say, okay, let me ask you this question. If you, if there was somebody in your life, let's say a guy, because now I'm, I'm, I'm talking to all these women. Let's say there was a man that you know, and he would put you down and tell you you were no good. And you know, you're not good enough, too old, too young, too this, too that. Would you ever sleep with that person? Now, most people go, no, I wouldn't. Well, then let me ask you this question. What are you saying to yourself when nobody else is listening? And then they're all like, hmm. <laughs> right? Because we actually are sleeping with that person that's telling us we're not too, we're, we're too old, we're too young, we're too this, we're too that. Ourselves. Yeah. Our right? stuff is too big. Our arms are too flabby. Oh. Yeah. Whatever. That's all we do is complain. It's like, what, a, what, you know, and it's the same for women in business. They always tell me, I didn't get this. I didn't get that done. Okay. Well, let's not focus on what you didn't get done. Let's focus on what you did get done. Right. And how are you going to do what you didn't get done? Hmm. Let's find the solution. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Be slow, so, solution driven. Absolutely. On that note, Cheryl, I thank you so, so very much for coming out and being interviewed for Women in Business this week. And we are recording, so that time is working. And I want everyone to um, see Cheryl's website links are going to be at the bottom of our post tonight after YouTube and Facebook and Instagram goes live. And I do want to mention, last week I spoke about wildfires and being prepared and having an evacuation, five minutes, five minutes. What can you take? If you had a business at home, if you were self-employed, what would you take in a five minute evacuation? 
And hey, everybody, this is out there. It's in the Okanagan, it's in the Kootenays, it's in California right now. It's bad, very, very bad. And it's hitting businesses and it's hitting homes. And this is a way of getting better prepared. So I talked about it last week and this week there's a whole bunch of wildfires. It's wildfire season in the Pacific West Coast side. And I want everyone to look at being better prepared. So thank you, thank you again, Cheryl, for coming out to Women in Business. And I'd love everyone to see her page, check Cheryl out, check out her tribe, and check out my Facebook page in the group. Um, all you have to do is subscribe and um, watch for more podcasts, watch for more, we're gonna have lots of YouTube videos on how to's, as well as please like, share and subscribe to our channel. And thank you, stay safe everybody. Um, mm -hmm. Lots of love, sending love and prayers to everyone involved in the wildfires this, this month and stay safe and wash your hands and take care in this crazy 2020. Thanks again, Cheryl. Thank you. Everybody, lots of love.